Mike check, one, two, one, two. What's up, man? It's your boy, Freshman Feek. We back again for another episode, Day Night Podcast. I'm with my mans. Cody Clayman. And uh, we hope y'all had a good week. I know I did. You know what I'm saying? A lot of packing in my garage, moving things around. You know what I'm saying? Getting things fresh. Uh, what about you, bro? How you been? Man, just about to pass out in this 114 degree heat. Bruh, <laughs> bruh. I'm my armpits sweating right now. Excuse me, y'all, if y'all... You know, see a little perspiration on my face, but it's LA is not playing. It's hot, hot, like I've been getting hot. bit all over the place too. I, I don't know. Bit? What you mean? Just mosquitoes. I, uh, I thought California was known for having no mosquitoes. Like that's why we pay so interesting. much. Interesting. But I've just been being bit everywhere. So you've noticed a difference this summer with yes, mosquitoes? Big difference. Okay, that's my interesting. Whole, all my legs are just bitten up. Maybe, yeah. I'm, maybe it's just my blood type. Like it's just so addicting. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> no, I grew up in, well, I didn't grow up there, but every summer I, I used to go back to Zanzibar, you know, island off the coast of East Africa. And you know, when you want, when you want an island, you know, that's mosquitoes galore. So I guess I'm, maybe I'm just used to the mosquitoes. I haven't been noticing it too much. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. What else to do, man? What's up with you? Man, nothing. You know, you, you know, the same, you know, people just, they be flaky, man. You know, like people been flaking on you. Be flaking. <laughs> like you make your plans. It's like set in stone. This is what I'm gonna do. This is the time frame. Right. Okay. Cool. Whether it be hooping, hanging out with somebody, and you're like, okay, cool. I got my week planned. Yeah. We're good to go. And it's just last minute. No, either no response, or oh, I got busy, or oh, my phone died, or you know, just like some reasons that actually it wasn't the real reason. But I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're one of those people. I'm one of those people, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll be making plans with folks. And sometimes, like, when I make the plans, I'm wholeheartedly trying to hang out. But when the day comes, it's just like, I ain't, I'm not feeling it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to be honest, like, if I actually come hang out with you, where I don't care if you're a dude, girl, whatever. Like, if I really follow through on my plans, that means I really I really fuck with you. Because yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, how, that's yeah. just how it goes. So, that's why you flaked on me so much. That now I know how you feel. Now, those were legitimate reasons. <laughs> of course. You know what I'm saying? But nah, you, know. you, don't fl- you don't flake on me. Yeah. 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 Um, but, obviously, hot topic, you know, to start off with the hot topic, Chadwick okay. Boseman. Um <sighs> You know, passing away, rest in peace. God rest his soul. What are your thoughts on that? Man, that was tragic. And I don't know why it was so tragic. I mean, of course, it's it's always, you know, it always sucks when, uh, you know, superhero or a fig, you know, a famous figure passes away. But I think his news was so tragic because he didn't tell anybody he had cancer. He was diagnosed with colon cancer in 2016. It's 2020. Meaning he filmed Black Panther with undergoing chemo he filmed jackie robinson movie he's filmed i think he i forgot he played a couple legendary you know figures in you know american history as well as black panther and to think that he was doing all that on on set 12 hour 13 hour days while undergoing chemo and not telling anybody that's that's epic bro that makes him even more legendary yeah definitely i couldn't agree more and i think you know it it was more of like like you know how it was more of a cultural thing is is kind of what made it so significant, such as, you know, like Superman may be white or certain characters in movies may be white. So they, you know, I mean, you can give me your perspective, you know, but I think that that's why it was, you know, for like, you know, the, the black people is it was like they had their, you know, black person to look up to, you know. 100%, 100%. And it's more... That's more relatable to like to like kids, you know what I mean. So when kids are growing up, uh, 
identification and you know to be to be able to identify with superheroes or just figures that you can look up to is very important you know what i mean representation really matters in that sense to what you're to what you're pointing out like growing up even when the black panther movie came out like i saw instagram videos of little kids like their face light up when their teacher told them we're about to go as a class we're going to go see black panthers like the whole class was like excited and all that stuff and like to be honest you don't have that with traditional movies in terms of kids uh, from the inner city or just like African kids or, or black kids or even like uh, Hispanic kids, you know, they like the movies. Yeah, but it's a different type of identification when you can identify to it. So it's, it's very important to have, you know, white superheroes for white culture and white children to look up to and, and in universal, too. But it's also just as important to have, you know, uh, public figures and superheroes of color that children of color can look up to and aspire, which is why it was very important when Obama became president you know yeah he was the first black president but now you can look at a four-year-old or five-year-old black kid and be like yo you if you want to be president look there's a living example right there that you can diversity exactly yeah 100 sure, definitely and couldn't agree more man like, what do you think <clears throat> disney's gonna do or marvel's gonna do with this character though I, like they were gonna start filming a week after he died they had plans to film so he was planning on filming still and like, up until his like you know what i mean his deathbed which is crazy and that just shows you that, like, when you like doing something or you enjoy it, you're going to continue to do it, you know, whether whether you have cancer, whether you, you're on your deathbed. Like, with, if you like doing it, kind of like the announcer. Um, he, he From ESPN? Yeah. I remember his name. I forgot his name. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he, how he was doing all of his announcing, all of that while he had cancer. Yeah, and talk to the mic more. And, 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 he di- and he didn't tell anybody. Right. Uh, about it so it just shows you when you have a passion for something and you really enjoy it you're going to to do it at at, at all means that's a fact that's a fact wait but didn't he i think people knew he had cancer before he passed though right i remember he had the, when it started getting really really bad, bad yeah and he was missing games right but he always tried to not miss any games oh you're talking about not the not the guy that from espn you're talking about the 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 guy that used to be at the games correct Oh, I know yeah. his name too. Brought a blank with him. I should know his name. He he would all the wear the colorful yes, ties. Yes, yes. He was known for the colorful oh, it's ties. On the top of my tongue. Yeah, too, but I yeah. can't remember his name. Yeah, but yeah, just it just shows you to you know shows you that when you do have that inspiration, that passion, yeah, that you're willing to do it at all costs. The most the most heartbreaking thing about Chadwick passing as well, uh, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Was that when he did post a video, I think it was last year, he was really skinny. Like, he had lost a lot of weight. And, you know, when people don't know, you know, the internet's going to do what the internet does. The internet, people were making fun of him. Like, memes were going out about, you know what I mean? People were, like, assuming he was doing drugs or whatever. Just making fun of him. Like, looking severely skinny. You know what I mean? And people didn't know. you. Like, he's, he's battling cancer. You know what I mean? So, like, now, now that he's passed and we look back on it from you're hindsight, like, oh, wow, you're like, I feel bad. exactly. Yeah, I'm sure the people who were making that, you know, all like all that content feel bad. But then again, it's the internet. They, they don't feel bad about it. Yeah, they anything. don't feel bad about anything. They just keep pushing and find the next thing to make fun <laughs> yeah, of. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. yeah and, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. And you, you heard about how, like, Dr. J's wife, uh, Dr. J's uh, wife, Nicole, uh, was saying that he was very violent during their marriage. And that she should spend he he should give her two million dollars a month two million dollars a month that i heard i didn't hear about the him being violent part excuse me but i'm remembering the movie nwa and like it's just a movie but 
they kind of portrayed him as ha- as having a little bit of a temper, you know what I mean, temper issue when he would blow up. Uh, so I mean, but then again, with those like domestic violence things, you you got to take it seriously, you know. You you I mean, I kind of feel like yes, take it seriously, hundred percent. But women, I feel like should always report it. Even like right when it happens, like I don't care if that's your husband, I don't care if that's your boyfriend or whatever, your brother. That's what you're saying, but in the moment, it's like you're scared of what's going to happen. You know what? Are they going to come back after you, or you're scared? Like she's living comfortably in a good lifestyle, driving around luxury cars, yeah, and, and all that stuff. That she's trying to weigh out the goods and the bads, more or less. That's fair. That's fair. But I just feel like when you don't, at least tell family and friends. That it's happening at the moment, it's it makes your like, and it shouldn't. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying this is the reality. It makes people later on, while you're going through the divorce, now you want to uh, mention it. It makes people like ha- like think at it like skeptically. You know what I mean? Like, oh, now you now you're bringing it up just because you're going through divorce battles, legal battles. And now you just want to whip out the oh he was abusive to me card. Me too, type you, of right, you know what I mean? So like, it's harder for people in general as a society to kind of get on your side when the news of it is just coming out as you're going through these legal battles, money battles, like $2 million a month That's is at a stake. a lot of money. You know what I mean? So when $2 million a I month is at stake. I take $2 million just in general, but like monthly. Monthly. Like, <laughs> I mean, crazy. but to be, to be honest, I don't necessarily doubt that she deserves it. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, maybe he's making in that money technically, like with his stuff, but a wife in general again i don't know their specific relationships but a wife if you have a solid home and the man is going out there making money but the wife is at home taking care of your kids keeping down your household you know what i mean taking care of the other affairs the home affairs that he doesn't have to think about that 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 brings immense value to a man's peace of mind you know what i mean his, his stability and his ability to be able to go back out there in the, the workforce. ability to focus not have to go home and do everything 100 percent. you know so 100%. it is kind of about although she may not be grinding at work mm-hmm. working super yeah. hard she's at home doing the, the other stuff and that's a full-time job you know? and that's a full-time job that's too. a fact that's and a fact she's probably basing that two million off of his lifestyle and how much he generates income income wise yeah you know like, bro if he's making if she's asking for two million a month he's he's, he's how much is he making a month he's got to be a billionaire oh no he is but that's but billionaire i'm sure they, they factor in um your annual income as well like but majority of that is assets, right? What you own, your all, all your houses, your estates. You know, maybe your house is worth four hundred thousand dollars, but you're not getting money from your house, right? Unless you're renting it out as rental income. But yeah, so like maybe six hundred thousand of his money is just assets alone. But like, how much is he making revenue-wise? A monthly racking in to give somebody else well, two million. That was, that was a lot. You know what I mean? And it must be like ten million, and, and his expenses is yes, expenses. Yeah. So, yeah, expand on that, expand on that. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, it's things all based on the income. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking if he's a billionaire, probably he probably makes about yeah, 15, 20 million, you think maybe not Mayweather Mayweather, Mayweather is, brings in about a million a month with him not do, doing anything. Up, doing anything. But when he does a a fight, he makes 200 million. Yeah. So that kind of spread out of makes course. a million. Of course. And 2 million is a little excessive. I'm but thinking he probably makes, but then again, this is just what she's asking for. So this yeah. is not what's set so in stone. So the judge is going to look at all the, the, you know what I mean? The judge looks at all the financial documents, mm-hmm. sees how much he's coming in, what her expenses are. So I'm sure she has great lawyers as well. So the lawyers are probably telling her, start at a ridiculously high price. Cause guess what? Whatever you get is going to be lower than that. But if you start low, 
guess what? You're not going to get awarded anything higher than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like the negotiation thing. So she's probably trying to, she's probably comfortably comfortable with setting at around like 800,000 a month, 900,000 a month. But a, a good lawyer would be, you know, negligent if they didn't tell you to start with that ridiculously, ridiculously high amount. Oh, like future. Speaking of that future, uh, he, oh, his eight baby mamas? His eight baby mama. <laughs> you know, eight baby mamas, eight studio albums. That's you know crazy. what I mean? Maybe we should thank the baby mamas for inspiring his fire music. Yeah. You have another baby mama. His, so there's another album. We need to have a future baby mama holiday. Yeah, we do. Come on, baby. But no, I bring I bring him up because she was asking for $53,000 a month for a child support. He countered with 1000 right? <laughs> a month. That's a big difference. <laughs> so that's that's where... It weighed out. The judge settled on thirty two hundred. What? That's so, crazy. So that's a big dub for that's future. Huge, you know what I mean? That's a big difference. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. So it goes to so. It's just about expen- fifty three thousand though. I mean that that doesn't that amount doesn't sound a lot right now because we started with. But when you have two million of them, that's a good point. That's that adds up. But he makes pretty decent money. And I don't think. Sierra's putting him on child support yeah. unless because she, she's with she's with Russell Wilson. Yeah, you know what I mean, he, and she has her own and money. And she gets money. She gets her own money, regardless. Right, right, right. But the other seven, it's more the girls that he met at the club. Yeah, and, you know. that's that's oh big sean said that on his album too he said i'm not gonna have 10 baby mamas because that's more of a job than a family you know what i mean like when you have that many kids that's just expenses you know what i mean because you can't really spend time with all your kids like that you got eight of them and you're always on the road you're gonna have to satisfy eight ladies and as well as maintain you know a relationship with your sons and i mean Unless unless you you don't have to even work at all, but even if you didn't work, that's a full time job, you know. Hundred percent. But he's just more of the I don't care type of. He's type the of I man, don't care type. Know? Yeah, some people. That's true. Some people. Some people will, you know, equivalate. I killed that word. Some people will compare or make it seem like if you have the money to financially support a kid, that substitutes for spending time and quality time with mm-hmm. the kid, which is not true. You know what I mean? Of course you need money to raise a family, but you know, quality time is way more valuable, I think, personally, to spend with your kids, especially at, at the younger ages. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely, 100%, sure. man. That was great. That was a great topic, man. What else we got? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, the big thing, obviously, you know, coronavirus, you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe it's just... The Rona. Like, yeah. Um, obviously Trump, you know, the election, all this stuff coming up, he wants the vaccine approved and distributed before the election. Bugging. Obviously, because he wants his election votes and he wants all that, you know, for him to win the election. Political gain. Political gain. Right up the, um, right with, up the alley. Exactly. With the whole, you know, voting and things of that sort. So... What are your thoughts on the vaccine? Like, would you take it? I know statistically speaking, like a majority of people, according to like to the news stations and things of that sort, um, like 60, like a majority of the people would wait in order to take the vaccine and they wouldn't take it right away. As well as a lot of the people would take it, but there would be repercussions. There's just, there's so many, cause it was so rushed. It came out so quickly. hundred percent. Um, that it's like, what should, what should we do? Like, what do you think the most effective way? What, there's a couple rumors I heard that maybe you have to put it on your driver's license to get into a bar or, um, you have to show ID that you took the vaccine or right. how do you think taking the vaccine is going to be effective? 
Well, let's let's start because the they be- can't just open up all the bars and clubs and be like, okay, yeah, everything's good, and then the coronavirus are gonna spike. Oh, but the vaccine is out there. Like, right, there right. has to be some way to. <clears throat> so let's start at the first thing um, with him wanting to expedite the distribution of the vaccines before, like by November first, and the election I think is November second or November third, uh, whichever day, uh, of those days is a Tuesday. That's I don't see that happening only because unless he just like mafia powers through it i don't see it happening because at the end of the day the leaders at the cdc at the fd at the uh fda and the you know the government institutions that approve these decisions at the end of the day i mean he's the executive but the people who are in charge of when the vaccine gets released the cdc those people are like independent people let me just move around for the light real quick right so those people are independent people they can't like their jobs are at stake too so are they willing to risk releasing the vaccine this early without sufficient trials and then you know two months from now people are going three ears at the side of their face and stuff like that all these (laughs) bleeding from their eyes losing their hair unbelievable we have a zombie apocalypse because it is vaccine literally you know what i mean like you you really would you would you take it like would it be worth the risk rather than the ward as Seeing everybody recovering from, right. you know, Corona, like, oh, I got Corona, I recovered, yeah, it was intense. Right. Now, would you rather take a vaccine to where you may bleed from your eyeballs and lose your hair and your teeth might start falling out? And what was that statistic? Did it say 43% of people wouldn't take it immediately when it came out? Correct, yeah. I'm so, one of those 43%. Yeah, and I think me too, because, I mean, I really, you don't know how it's going to react with right. what you... With maybe what you have yeah. going on, with your medical history, things be, of that sort. And I feel like I'm kind of healthy. I might be better off just getting the coronavirus. A lot. Look at all these NBA players that got it. Oh, if you did get it, just like well, maybe we'll take a little bit of a break. You know? Oh, yeah, of course. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow the <laughs> procedures. But I'm saying like I would not take the vaccine, but I would just live my life. Again, continue to just have wear your vitamin masks, C. You wear know, your mask, your social distance. And if I do get it, just quarantine and recover. Drink a lot of water, whatever they give you, you know, to recover from it. But look at all these athletes that got it. No, none of them have been hospitalized, to my knowledge. Maybe even the first player, Rudy Gobert, got it. Donovan Mitchell had no symptoms. All the NBA players before the bubble, when they got it, they just self quarantined. It's the people with the underlying health conditions that should take the vaccine. And did you see? Did you like see the report? If, yeah. So if like you're like ex- like way overweight, or you have a breathing, or just you have a, a condition, I think that those people should. 100% take the vaccine so that they feel more comfortable. 100%. But did you see the report where it said of the CDC released it? No media coverage on this, bro. No media coverage. It wasn't on CNN, no nothing. Of all the people in, in America that died from coronavirus, only 6% of them really died from coronavirus. Only 6%. The other 94% died like they had coronavirus, but the main thing that caused them to die was leukemia, tuberculosis or they were like uh high like extreme high blood pressure which i'm not saying the coronavirus didn't like um add to it add to it it like it made the high blood pressure go higher or whatever the case is but again they had high blood they had had the underlying health conditions they had all of those things going on 100 so which is kind of this is a really good point Mm -hmm. is that the people with the underlying health conditions should take the vaccine. The people that are the most scared that like when I was grocery shopping, I saw a guy in a hazmat suit with the full, you know, mask on. Right. Like, <clears throat> like something like that, that like he should take the vaccine. Like Ghostbusters, <laughs> you know, Ghostbusters those, those should guys, take the vaccine. Ghostbusters got to take the vaccine. Facts. 100%. You know? 
100%. But I, I think a majority of the people aren't going to take it. Uh, I think a lot of the regulations will maybe stay, like the sanitation will maybe stay the same. But I think like bars and clubs, I think that people will kind of, they'll miss and they'll thrive for that feeling of going out, dancing, getting close interaction with people. It's just social interaction, Social man. interaction. Like Humans I, are social people. That's we, the thing. We're social people. We got to meet new, even new people, our friends, gather with our friends, whatever the case is, like human beings can't survive a long extended period of time without social interaction mm-hmm. which and, is I, why and i realized that i didn't think that it was a thing until i took my three months off from work facts and i was like damn i want to go back to work because i miss my you know and i saw i read something else i didn't see statistics on it but i read something else where it said the countries that didn't shut down like i think sweden or sweden or switzerland one of those countries didn't shut down at all when the whole world shut down they were one of the countries that didn't their cases went up a little bit, but they but they they estimated them if they didn't shut down. They estimated us if we didn't, two million people were gonna die. They estimated Sweden, I think eighty thousand people were gonna die if they didn't. Well, we did, so we don't know what would have happened if we didn't. But they, shoulda, coulda, woulda. But they didn't though, and their estimates were eighty thousand people were gonna die. Only like four thousand, five thousand people died. They didn't shut down at all. The whole time they stayed everything open, and I, I don't even know if they were wore masks or anything. But the numbers didn't rise to the occasion. But the the reason I bring that up is that the statistic. I don't even know how you mental, how you measure mental health. But they said their mental health is like way better than ours is right now as a country. I don't know how you measure that. Well, they though. have like perfect skin. They have perfect Sweden. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. I went over there. It's like they're super nice. They're friendly. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there once. I yeah, think, and like literally blonde hair, perfect skin, blue eyes. That's the criteria out there. And maybe because, you know, European countries in general, they're not as overweight as Americans. Like, that's the, no, that's the number one thing. That's a good point. That's the number one reason, uh, the number one underlying condition that leads to death with coronavirus is uh, overweightness, obesity, I should say. Overweightness? Overweightness. Overweightness. Hey, hey, that's how I go. (laughs) But before we move on to the next topic, one other thing I wanted to mention that you asked was how, what's a reasonable way for us to move forward, like going to bars and stuff like that? Uh, with the vaccine, I have another solution. I was helping uh, my uncle with a valet job a couple weeks ago. It was at an event. I can't say what the event was. And before the people were able to go into the event, the 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 host of the of the gathering of the event hired nurses. So wherever the same place we were stationed at for the valet, they hired nurses. Two people that came and they were doing the coronavirus, a blood test. They they prick you, take your blood test takes five minutes to get the result. They had to wait on the side until they got a text with the results. Five minutes. And then it tells you if you're negative or positive. You're negative, go on in there. Why can't bars and clubs do that? The lines are already long as it is to, to get into the club. So while people are waiting to get in, have, you know, hire, spend a little money and get nurses or whatever, uh, a test administrators to just prick everybody in line, get a little sample of you five minutes and you if you're positive go home bro you can't get in but yeah. if you're negative come in yeah yeah that, i mean that's a valid point i think right. a lot of people wouldn't want maybe nah, i don't want that or uh. then you don't go to the club yeah true I mean, you don't go like maybe some people and then that would actually encourage people to go to the club so they would be able to see if they had corona or that's, not. Uh, that's a good like, point oh yeah i want to go get tested yeah let's go to the club let's go to the club yeah. tonight <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> man i'll be i'll be having fucking tests every day <laughs> no, i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> That's funny, though. That's funny, though. What else we got? Do you think that the vaccine, let's say the vaccine comes out before the election, do you think that Trump's election polls will 
shoot through the roof and he'll end up winning the election because of the vaccine came out before because he's basically saying like if the vaccine comes out he's going to win the election that's what that's what so he's do you trying think to that do that's actually going to be an effective manner i don't know if it's enough to swing the election but he's definitely going to get a boost from it from like the independent people who don't because there's a section of america who is voting for trump no matter what happens mm -hmm. he could shoot somebody on camera right now they're voting they're riding with a the guy there's also an equal maybe even larger segment of america that's gonna vote for biden don't matter what biden does biden can slap an old lady right now they're voting for biden because they're never trump you know what i mean they just hate trump that much so those people are set in stone and they're voting for who they're gonna vote for now it's the people in the middle that sway elections the independents the people that are like oh, i don't know so if he does come out with a vaccine some of those people are like well he is doing some good look he got a vaccine ready so then they might lean towards him again but then he might say something stupid again it will make them oh, i don't like what he said so so it's they're all fighting for the people in the middle they already have their base you know what i mean mm -hmm. Their base is, is not going anywhere. Like the yeah. like those people that were dr uh, driving down the street that we saw last week, uh, waving the Trump signs. Yeah, the hundreds of people. It doesn't matter what he, what he does. He can come out with a vaccine. Not they're voting for Trump. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? The people, the BLM protesters, either they're voting for Biden or they're not voting at all. But they're not voting for Trump. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that, but that, but that's another thing that Trump is counting on. People, even if they don't want like him. They're counting they on like them. They like what he does. They like no, what he... No, 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 no. Even if they don't like Trump, they're, he's counting on them not voting for Biden, just staying at home altogether. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So Biden And needs... that's why he doesn't want the mail-in uh, mail ballots because of the lazy money. people that don't want to go out and vote and like, oh, the candidates aren't really worth it. And, you know, I don't like both of them. So Or people who are scared of the coronavirus because people are, are, are legitimately still scared about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, there's you know? people in hazmat suits. Hazmat suits. You know? So do you think that guy's going to stand in line, you know, for Absolutely an hour not. if the lines are long to just to vote? But if you mail him a ballot and he can mail it back, he's going to vote. You know what I mean? So, I mean, do you think our votes are valid like do you think we should vote because i mean maybe you know more about it than me but like i know the popular vote is different than the electoral vote and let's say because let's say uh um the uh what was the last people that hillary were? oh hillary, no yeah, yeah. Oh, what are you talking about yeah yeah hillary. yeah hillary so hillary won the popular vote but trump won the electoral vote and he got elected as president and same with uh, Al Gore, he got and George elected. Bush. Well, he got yeah, he won the popular vote. So what? Why would we even vote? Like, is it effective for us to vote at all? Because no matter who we vote for, it's going to come down to the electoral college. But that's why the electoral college votes. Well, I mean, that's just the rules of the game. We can argue about should we have it. I don't think. I think we should get rid of the electoral college altogether and just do popular vote. But that's another. That's another topic. Now that we, that's the system that we're currently under. You can still vote and affect change within that electoral college uh, uh, system. You just have to get the people in those swing states. The swing states that really decide the elections are like Michigan, Ohio, um, Pennsylvania. So like California is going to go Democratic. Like it's, go it's going blue. So whoever the Democratic, he's going to get all those electoral colleges, right? Because there's a lot more Democrats in California, New York. Texas is usually going to be Republican. You know what I mean? It, it's been changing a little bit now, but I think that's still going to go red, right? So there's other there's these states that you, no matter who, how hard the other part, the other person campaigns, they're going to go the way they go. Just like you said, like they have their base. They have their bases, right? So now it's all about those states that every election they flip flop, flip flop. So that's where all the presidents 
uh, candidates, they focus on those areas. Those are the electoral colleges that matter, right? So I think that's what they said Hillary's biggest mistake last time was she didn't campaign in Michigan at all. She just thought she had it. And Michigan is, it, it, is another swing state. But Trump went there, campaigned hard in there, and he won Michigan by, I think, by 10,000 votes, bro. A matter of, you know, that sounds like a big number. That's minuscule. I think that's like 0.1 or 1% of all the voters is 10,000 votes. And he won by that much in Michigan. So he got all the electoral college uh, uh, votes um, from Michigan, mm -hmm. which is how he won. That one, Pennsylvania and Ohio. He won those three states by a margin of like 50,000 votes altogether, which is why he won. So if people in those, in those states, they 100% need to vote because their vote matters in those states. Me and you in California... Whether we vote or not, I think it's still going blue regardless. You know what I mean? But that's on an individual level. So, yeah, it's like yes and no. Like, yes, the electoral college doesn't, it doesn't get it right all the time. But now that you know that, you got to move accordingly and really go hard in those swing states where, like, you don't know which – is it going to go red or is it going to go blue? Those, like, you know, you got to fight for your candidate in that state. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah you, made, you made some pretty valid points. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, are you going to vote? I'm leaning towards it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm leaning towards it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just not really that excited about Joe Biden, but like, I, ju I just broke like, it down. Exactly. I'm not too excited. It's like the only real exciting one that I was 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 the Obama one. That's true. And I that's think, true. I think everyone was excited about. No, nah, I was. Everyone my was man was Bernie this time though. Yeah. I, I was gonna go hard for Bernie. Like I liked Obama on a symbolic level. You know what I mean? I, I rock with Obama. Charismatic, charming, but and it like, wasn't just his color. It was yeah, literally his personality. His personality, how he carried himself, the wording, captivating, like, captivating, great like, speaker. You're right. Oh, the speaking was yeah. incredible. Hundred like, percent. His when he stood up, mm -hmm. you felt yeah. like I want to be full force engaged in in what he's saying. That's a fact. That's you a know? fact. And so that's you're right. What made him so good, mm -hmm. and that's what made him not only have black people vote for him, but also have white people. That's vote a true. For him. That's true. Because he he wouldn't have got elected if a majority of white people didn't vote for him. You yeah, know I mean, mean he so. was a likable, but yeah. also very professional. I mean, he's still being a president even when he's not president. Yeah, that's true. Four years later, he's still giving speeches, giving speeches and like, and it's being like motivational. Involved. That's a fact. And <clears throat> things of that sort. So he's right. still super involved. And just he's a good person in general. Like yeah. the family, you don't ever hear, <clears throat> you know, Michelle and you know Obama the kids, and yeah. the kids getting into arguments, talking about divorces, talking yeah. about nah. you know Strong family unit. And like they have the the family roots, the family values. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're just they're just good people. Like they literally fact. stayed in Washington just so their kids can continue having their friends and, and going their, to school and going to school with that. Like that's I just think that's one of them's going to, to Harvard, I think. Oh, I think she already went last year. It was her first year. So the kids are smart. The biggest scandal was like when uh, when her, her their daughters was like smoking weed as a like a, a senior. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like welcome to America. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But no, but I mentioned that. But I like my man was Bernie. I was gonna rock for Bernie hard. Like his policies, I believe in his policies way more than I believe in Obama policies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like from a now that I'm more politically aware and politically engaged. If Obama was running right now against Bernie, the the platform that they stand for, I'm rocking with Bernie. Mm -hmm. I want that Medicare for all. I want that you know free college tuition day. These are things that Obama are against. You See, know that's what, I mean? what that's what he wants. But is he going to get it? Well, I'm I'm I, I want to build a wall around all of Mexico and have them pay for it. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. But you're gonna vote for somebody who's gonna fight for those things. He's gonna try. It. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so would I vote for somebody who doesn't want it at all, or do I vote for somebody that's gonna try to get it? He may pass it. He may fail. But I'm gonna vote for the guy who's gonna try for mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? So yeah, 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 yeah. That's my guy for sure.
But yeah, but yeah, man, that's good. That's a good point for sure. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, we got you know we got to bring up the Lakers, man. <laughs> Lakers, Lakers, you know, Lakers. Oh, you know we gotta talk about the Lakers, Son, man. I, was Wait, I feel like they always, they always start off slow and like be like, oh yeah, we got this from the bag. You know, we're good. You know, for those listening, uh, right now we're recording. Game one just happened only, so you know we're gonna post this, you know, a little bit while later. But game one just happened. We lost of the semi, uh, semi, uh, Western Conference semifinals. He Lakers, Houston Rockets. We started off really good, and then you know we could not contain their guard. No, James Harden up too much. Harden was just hitting, hitting, and you can't leave him open. Like they were leaving him open, just like oh he's gonna miss a shot, basically. Like no, like are you kidding me? Harden's one of the best in the game. But their ball movement yeah. is impeccable. Their, we can't guard. We can't guard the three point line. They just have three, maybe even four crisp passes, open jump shot. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like you every know one I mean? of so, them. Like they, I, I think when I was I was watching like three after three after three after three. I mean, the Lakers couldn't come back because, like, they would hit a couple shots. And we would fall into their type of game. We're trying to outshoot them. Outshoot you can't them. Outshoot you the can't shooters. outshoot the shooters. You can't yeah. outshoot the shooters. It's like a Golden State. Golden State would be the only other team that would be able to outshoot them. Exactly. And they don't have KD or yeah. whoever anymore. 100%. 100%. So, so yeah, watching that was tough. Uh, game They two need to today. play their game. And we have it's to. It's the inside game. They don't have a center on the other team. So, we should be. If, and I was telling, the, uh, you know, my, my, uh, my friend's group chat. If. PJ Tucker is not in foul trouble every single game. We're doing something wrong. He's trying to guard AD. AD, Anthony Davis, you got a man. I mean, you got a man up, son. Uh, you got to pound the paint. You know what I mean? None of this. Like you gotta, you gotta find turn your around jumper. I mean, his his hands can go all the way. Like his his um wingspan. You know, he can his hand can go all the way up. Facts, facts, like, bro. Like very he tall. needs to find he needs to find his inner Body shack down. You know, dude. Yeah, he needs to find his inner shack and not his inner KD. Like, exactly. You know what I mean, he's trying to play like Kevin Durant. You gotta play like Shaq in these exactly. series. Exactly. You, you gotta, gotta realize your height versus him. Yep. And you know, and 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 the PJ AD Tucker's can a, shoot. a tough. He's a tough motherfucker. He, he, he is pretty he, tough, It's hard yeah. to back him. Down. Like it's his base is like same, but same, it's with, like a same brick with LeBron. Wall. Like yeah, the Lakers have such a strong like front court. Force, yeah, you know, front take court. it to the rack. You know, don't play the shooting game with them. And you I don't want to shoot every so often. Yeah, but every time you come down, don't shoot, 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 shoot. We really just gotta like we gotta hope they have a bad shooting game. Which how often they're gonna happen? Like last series. Uh, for Houston, it went seven games because a couple of them games they just had bad shooting days. But that's because they they were closing the defense was closing out on their shooters really well, forcing them to the basket where AD basket. or LeBron will be, uh, or McGee yeah. would be to block them. Yeah, even Force McGee, them. man, we got to find some pick and roll plays with McGee. Like we are we our centers, Dwight. Uh, y'all got to be effective in this. Yes, game, bro. they got to force them to drive. Because if we're forced to bench y'all because y'all not playing well and we go small, it's a wrap series. They, I mean? they have to... That, that's got to be the strategy is they have to force uh, the, the Rockets to drive to the rack. 100%. Instead of instead of forcing them to shoot and be like, oh, let me just get the rebound. Like, no, there's not going to be a rebound because they're going to make it. Gonna, they might make it. You that's know? a fact. That's a fact, man. But, you know, still rock with my Lakers. Hey, Lakers that's a hard jersey. I'm not Lakers in five. In five? That's we, why you got the Lakers in we, five. We win these next four games in a row. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the and also MVP wise, who who you got for MVP? Bruh, I was I I was gonna say Giannis, bro, but the way he looking Going, right now, yes. give it to LeBron. Yeah, absolutely. Give it to LeBron 100%. James. With we the, can talk the, about the Bucks right the now. The Bucks three going down 0-3. 
You know, by the time we you you guys see this, they might be already out. They're the probably already gonna be eliminated. They might be I mean, eliminated. They said you can't come back from a three one, but the whole, that's happened a couple times. No, it happened one time, which was from three no, one. No, three one happened. Uh, the oh, I remember. Uh, Golden State happened in the semis, but sem- in the final, and then they lost three one, and then they lost three. So they won three one, and, and then they, they lost three one. But last round just happened again. Yeah, Denver. Uh, but in the finals. Oh, in the finals. In the finals. Yeah, well, I'm, well, I'm, but, but but this round is not the finals either. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but three zero has I, never happened. No, no one's come back. No one's come back three zero, and that's yeah. that's a sh- that's a shocker. And I think in the last game it says something like. The whole Bucks team scored less than what Jimmy Butler had scored in, in the, the fourth. In the fourth quarter, he, he outscored the whole. He outscored the whole team. That's a fact. Bro. And that Jimmy just shows a... you heart and hustle. Like there's no home court advantage, even if in even the bubble. with them trying to have like the, the the digital fans in the back, you know the the backgrounds of yeah. the name and stuff like. That's not a true home court. It's not advantage. a true home court because you know? fans will make you feel it. Like yeah, will make you, play you feel like you're garbage. You're and trash, in a way, you can't do anything. Or even when you're when you're playing in front of your home team. Like I remember playing games like when you're in your home gym, like you hit a couple shots. That energy, your yeah, crowd just, energy. just picks you up, and you just be like, you be lit. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't get that in the bubble. They try to have like cheers when the, the home team makes a bucket. And I'm sure it helps. I'm but sure it helps a little bit, you know. And maybe, I don't know if it's because I'm watching on TV, but the cheers are so like late. Like the bucket will go in and then like four seconds later, they'll be like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not the same. as Yeah, it? no, it's not the same as the interaction. And once again, going back to the interaction, the personal mm-hmm. interaction. That's a fact. You know, being able to oh, give them a high five or you know, when they hit that buzzer beater, have the whole crowd go crazy. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, there have been buzzer beaters and like they didn't have the crowd going crazy. That's or, true. That's you know true. Now you got to like depend that. on your team. Now it's you have like to depend on your team hyping you up, getting you going, encouraging you, being that team leader, having you, you know, just motivating you to, you know, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Hundred percent. You know, rather than have you know the the audience say like you got this, you got this, you got and 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 also when you're down, not having the audience walk out to try and motivate you, you know, oh, you know, the game's over, like no, like we got That's this. True. So now it's more of like a pickup game. Or I I I liken it to a, an AU tournament. Remember playing in high school AU tournaments in the summer, where like there's like 40 games going on inside the gym, but you got to jump from court to court. You got oh your game's 11:50 at this court. Now we got. I think that wouldn't make it the the. Like, you still have to make it semi-intense. What know? do you mean? Like, semi, like it's a playoff game, more or less. Yeah, it is. I mean, I feel like they're not struggling with the intensity-wise in the bubble games. The games are still intense. Like, yeah. they're, like they're playing hard. That's what some people were worried about. Like, the players are going to be lax days ago. Now, right when the bubble started, even before the playoffs, like the eight games before the playoffs, they were playing hard. It was, That wasn't the issue. It's just that home court advantage the one team doesn't have that over the other now you know what i mean so all that hard work that the bucks put in the whole year to get number one seed it's just been neutralized now Mm because every game is the same there's no fan you know what i mean so that sucks but that's just you know i mean in order to be a champion you have to overcome adversity and that in this year 2020 that's just one of the adversity that the champion whoever it is is going to have to overcome just like everybody else has and do you think this is going to be one of the greatest championships that has been won during this corona like do you think this is the hardest championship to win i was thinking about that i don't know in some ways yes in some ways no and it's the best opportunity for an underdog underdog and you know why that that's the reason i'm seeing these guys who are rookies 
second-year players, young guys playing well, bro. And I and I was listening to another podcast. I forgot which one it was, but they made this argument. The younger players in the league, it usually takes them three, four years to get like comfortable in their own skin because they'll usually tense up, you know what I mean, with the fans booing and stuff like that or cheering and, like, they get nervous. But now it's, like you said, it's pickup. Mm-hmm. So now it's just skills on skills. So now they feel comfortable. They've been playing basketball all their life at a high level. So it's not the skills that, you know, they know they can play against these guys. They're comfortable with that. But when you had the element of 20,000 fans in the arena, you know what I mean? It's game changer. Now the rookies are a little shook, you know what I mean? So it takes them a couple years to, to, to really be comfortable. But this year they feel comfortable now in the bubble. And they're able to show that off to their coaches, to- their players 100 so that way when everything does go back to normal now they'll have more playing time then they'll have more playing time and also if they they're gotta not keep doing it up though exactly they're not if they're not doing so good the coach is going to be like hey man you know i saw you out in the bubble i, I know, know what, you were killing i know, I know what, what you what can you're do capable of just ignore it's all the audience head, 100%. you know or embrace the audience you know so they'll be able to narrow down on what, what their the problem is. what the issue is you hit it on the nose bro good when point they're not performing, you 100%. know? So, like, a true performer is going to perform in any atmosphere. Like, LeBron, he's going to perform mm-hmm. with fans, without fans. On the moon and on Mars. Gym, on the moon, yeah. Anything. That's that's a real performer. Right. But when somebody doesn't perform, you're able to narrow down why isn't this person performing. 100%. You know? So, I think that's also going to be a plus. A lot of people, is nerves, too. Yeah. You're right. Nerves. Like, you know, when it comes fourth quarter, there's, just like CP3 said, when you, when, you know, when, when it comes when, when it comes time to clinch time, some people are some made people for it. Some people are made for it, and some people some are people made are for not. it. people are not, yeah. And that's, that's where you have to bite the bullet and be like, look, like, the game is on the line. Like, put- I make this shot. We're winning. We miss it. We're going home. That's like, why I put Jimmy Butler in that category. That's bro. what that makes boy. somebody a good, the difference between a good and a great player. Great player. That's true. having that intensity and that ability to. And that dog in you. And that dog. Like, I'm going to make this. Like, like Giannis I'm gonna doesn't have, three, have that yet. I'm going to have three people on me. I'm still going to make this. And Giannis shit. is young, bro. Giannis is only 26. Like, he, he, he's young. He can, like, he can still find is he 26 or 26 or 28 but no 27 i think but he's still young he's like it's like a little bit before his prime he has another another year to get to his prime and then he's gonna stay at his prime another three four years and then he's gonna be on the back end so maybe these are the learning steps that he has to do and maybe he just can't be he's always gonna be the best player on his team but maybe he he needs another guy that's another like him and that's another force like better like chris middleton is good but he's not a guy you can just give the ball to. Like even LeBron, right? LeBron he is always AD, no matter how dominant he is, you always need no, that but, segment. But, but when he won though, LeBron was in Cleveland, was the best player, couldn't win, right? He went to Miami, was still the best player on the team, but whenever things got rough, he could give it to Dwayne Wade and trust him. Dwayne Wade's gonna get you buckets in clutch in clutch time, right? Won two rings there. Went back to Cleveland, was still the best player on the team. But he needed Kyrie. Like, whenever he was gassed, throw the ball to Kyrie. You don't have to run a play for Kyrie. Mm-hmm. He's, that that, that he's wizard there. is about to get you some I think buckets. he's got one of the best handles, honestly. Like, I think of all time. Of all I, time. I think the best I, of all I've never time. seen somebody, like, his handles. On a string. Yeah, on a string. literally. I yeah. mean, it's it's out of yeah. a movie. 100%. Yeah. I'm excited for next year with no, him and KD. Yeah, no, that's going to be pretty crazy. But honestly, the whole Achilles, man, that's going to be a big thing. Yeah. If Kobe couldn't come back as strong as he used to. And but Kobe, but Kobe was already old, everything. though. Cody, think about it. Kobe got hurt with his Achilles when Kobe was 34, 35. That's like. But he's not, Kobe. But not though, only but that, like, 34, 35, and that was his 17th year in the season. Yeah, he's already Kobe's been playing an 20. Exception. He's not a human being. Is but that, true, but I'm saying, but when you're, <laughs> when you're like, he, he was able to extend 
his career so long because of that, the Mamba mentality, pushing through injuries. Yeah, he's but not at, a human being. Like he... True, but at some point, like those crazy players like that will extend it. Like um, Regular players will last 12 years, and then their body starts breaking down. Mm-hmm. Kobe wasn't human, so he was able to push it to 17 years. Right, eventually twenty years. Twenty years, but look at him at the end of the year. Like you could tell, like this, he's done. You know what I mean? He's done. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's. But eventually, your body's gonna catch up with KD. He's still young, bro. He's only like thirty years old, thirty-one or something like that. I mean, we'll see. But you also see D Rose. He came back from an Achilles. He's still. I mean, he's he's doing good, but he's not the same force where you just like, oh, he's MVP. True, but D Rose, his type of game was that explosiveness. Like that was his bread and butter. So when you blow a knee on ACL. You're, no, his was Achilles. No, it was mm-hmm. knee. Uh, he did ACL, his knee and his, and, and his Achilles. No, 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 no. Look it no? up. No, oh, he didn't. Okay. Yeah. It's just. No, no. Like no I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. But uh, no, no. But think about it. Yeah. KD is still 30. I would have to look it up right now. But yeah, he's he's only 30 years old, bro. I think he's going to come back. And his 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 bread and butter, unlike D. Rhodes, D. Rhodes is explosive. It's a different type of game. His bread and butter is that jump shot, yeah. baby. So mm-hmm. even if he has to stand in the corner and let him and let him sink them threes, like I think he's still capable of doing that. Yeah, I mean we'll see. Everybody, I guess, can recover different yeah. from an Achilles. And the and the technology now, the doctors, the hospitals. Yeah, I mean it's only had the better. technology, but yeah, I mean the age. We'll we'll the see age. how it, we'll see how he comes back. But you know? bro, they just hired Steve Nash. Yeah, but Brooklyn. Steve Nash tried being on the Lakers coach, and he didn't do so well. No, he didn't. Or was it? No, no, this, no, the, no this is his or, first coaching job. He just has no, co- no coaching experience. he was an experience. assistant. Uh, he was a, a consultant for the Warriors, which is why he had a relationship with Kevin Durant already. Because he was, uh, like, they used to show video of them, like, in the practice gym. He'd be shooting, doing, doing shooting drills with Kevin Durant. Kind of like, like in, in, in uh, um, you know, KD, he's he's also starting a new career, you know, being in Drake's music videos. You know, laugh now, cry later. Laugh now, cry later. That's true, man. That's true. And he looked good. He, he, he was balling in that hey, video. he was balling up, Drake. You dunking on him. Yeah. So, yeah, that's but... solid, man. No, we, we hit some good topics. You know, we'll see, you know, what the next couple of weeks lies ahead. Facts. For both the NBA world, for the pol- pol- uh, politics, for Dr. Dre, for, you know, 100%. this heat wave and us passing out. So we'll see kind of, you know, how things play out. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, uh, you know, subscribe, subscribe. Give yep. us your comments. You already know. Like, let us know your feedback. Um, And we appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week. Love y'all, man. Day and night podcast. We out. Boom.